Welcome back, everybody, to another empowering episode of Gathering Strength. My name is Ruben Cuevas, and this is the podcast that explores the incredible stories and mindsets behind extraordinary individuals. Before we dive in, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, leave me a glowing five-star rating, and share a thought in the comments because your support fuels this journey. Today, I had the privilege of diving into the world of ultra running with Lucien Bollet, aka the Chocolate Champ. And he recently conquered 135 miles through the breathtaking landscapes of Brazil. Ever wondered about the mental fortitude required for such an endeavor? Lucien shares insights into his mindset, offering valuable strategies for facing challenges head-on and maintaining resilience in the face of adversity. Curious about the unexpected twists and turns in ultra-running, both physically and mentally? Lucien reveals the highs, the lows, and the powerful mantras that keep him moving forward. Learn how he navigates the intricate balance between pushing limits and maintaining mental well-being. But that's not all. Discover Lucien's unique training techniques, his gear essentials, and cultural nuances that he encountered during his ultra-running adventure. And a quick little side note, before I ventured into this marathon and ultra marathon and Ironman endurance world, I didn't even know people like this existed. As far as I knew, I thought marathons were something that, I don't know, you need to be in like a particular club or be invited or be like a world-renowned elite athlete because... What other type of person would want to run 26.2 miles? And then you learn that it is open to everybody. And then you learn that there's an ultra marathon. Oh, wow. An ultra marathon? No way. I thought 26.2 miles was the pinnacle of running. Turns out <laughs> that's just the start. Because they have something called ultra running. An ultra marathon is anything over 30 miles. So the 26.2, that is going to be an achievement for an individual to call themselves a marathon runner. Now, once you start to begin to embark into deeper water, more miles, now that's when you can call yourself an ultra marathoner. Now, I don't know about you. But I think that they should develop a new word for people like Lucien Bollet. Because, man, 135 miles. Sheesh, that is super ultra mega marathon runner. So tune in, find out, listen to Lucien Bollet's philosophy, his mindset his training regiment, and everything that encompasses an individual's mindset that will propel him, essentially, in the words of Buzz Lightyear, to infinity and beyond, because that is what the humans 
capacity is capable of of doing. Sheesh. If you're a human, man, you can tap into the indomitable spirit, hone in and fortify your mindset, and you can go far. You don't need to run 135 miles, but you are going to have to go the distance of whatever journey that your life is set on. And man, the insights, the tools, the wisdom that Lucien talks about over the course of this podcast episode, you can take that and apply it to any realm of your life. And not only are you going to find yourself crossing the finish line, man, during the time, you are going to be calling out as Lucien Bollet does. His catchphrase is, ooh-wee! Before we jump into that uh, conversation, if you want to check out and connect with Lucien, I'm going to be leaving all of his contact information in the show notes, as well as a link to my book that you can find. It is available on Amazon. It is called Gathering Strength. Everything is fuel, and you can find that in the paperback version, as well as an e-version, and I'm certain that after you listen to this podcast episode, glean some insights from, from my book. And man, you're, you're going to be finding yourself towing a line to something extraordinary. So without further ado, my conversation with the chocolate champ, Lucien Bollet. Uh, my name is uh, Lucien Boulay. I'm known as Hot Chocolate in the ultra running community and the running community. You know, um, I've done many ultras and uh, many, you know, my spiritual journeys are miles from sunrise to sunrise. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to have found something that moves me so deeply and move others. So, um, you know... Um, just, just, I'm a journeyman. I'm a man who loves journeys. Yes, sir. That is apparent. And can you tell us um, how many ultra marathons do you have under your illustrious career? Oh, oh, I got, the, I got so much. I got to, you know, to get to a point, more than fifty, more than fifty ultra marathons. But you know, I got, I got hundreds, a hundred, hundred, almost a hundred races with marathons and and half marathons and 50 Ks and hundred miles, 200 miles, you know, like I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, more than 50. So I, I'm not going to say, I don't know exact number, <laughs> but between, yeah. between like ultras, like 50 K, 50 miles, hundred miles. Wow. And some 200 miles sprinkled in, you know, she's so, in. That That is incredible. And my first marathon, it was in 2020. And at that point, first of all, I didn't even know that the marathon was open to me. I thought it was just something that happened on TV. I thought it was just just something that other people did. I don't know. You had to uh, belong to like a exclusive club or get invited or something like that. Little did I know that they're open for everyone. You can just jump in. You can train for it or you can just, mm. hey, you know, test test your metal and see what you're made out of and um, you know, don't even don't even train for it, which uh, yeah, I would sometimes, sometimes you have to feel it to know it. So just fuck it. 
Yeah. <laughs> there, there you go. So, so once I did jump in, the whole world, a a whole unknown world, opened up to me to where I didn't even think people like you existed. I thought twenty six point two miles. I thought that hey, why go further? Like you know, I I just didn't know. Until, you know, you start to learn about certain stories. And then when I was privy to the, um, to any, uh, for the marathon to be open to anyone to sign in. And then I started to hear about, hey, people run 30 miles. I'm like, what? 30 miles? That's, that's an ultra marathon. And then it's like, yep, some people even run 50 miles. And it's like, no way. No freakway, 50 yeah. miles, 26.2, that's hard enough. And then it's like, hey, there's people who run 135 miles uh, through the Brazilian jungle like <laughs> you did or, or through, through Badwater. Uh, yeah. Badwater, it is, um, what, it is through Death Valley during the hottest yeah. point of the summer where it's normal for it to be like 125 degrees. And yeah, yeah, people do that, yeah. and they they run it the entire time. Yeah, and yeah, it, so yeah, exactly. yeah it, it it is a blessing to be aware of this realm because what it does is it makes you look at yourself in the mirror and the things that you didn't even think you were capable of of doing. You see people who are much older and their bodies look you know weaker, like seventy year olds do it, eighty year olds. So it's like, what the heck is going on? But enough about them and more about you because you just ran a hundred and thirty five miles through the Brazilian jungle. And we want to um, jump in and get get into the, the the nitty-gritty of that venture that you just got done running, even though after that you you ran a marathon, uh, what, like yeah. a, 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 few, a few days ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Miami, Miami half marathon. Yeah, mm, yeah. All right. Um, according to the immutable laws stated by Isaac Newton, he says that an object in motion stays in motion, and that is... You uh, you exemplify yes. that that rule and that law, and you have so much momentum built up behind you to where it's like a a ludicrous uh, song, you know. <laughs> Move, get out the way, right? No. Get out the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, can you tell us why did you choose uh, that particular race, the Brazilian one hundred and thirty five? What is the the name of that race, and why did you decide to run that one? Um, Brazil 135. Um, that, uh, you know, I, I you know, I, I follow my heart. You know, this that's probably my first international race, like overseas. Like mm. I've done a lot of races over, you know, Utah and and Arizona and Vegas and you know, like different places. You know, Cali. Yeah. But um, this is my first international. But I, I, you know, the thing is, um. I just, I wanted to, uh, truly, I wanted to renew my faith in people. Mm. You know, there was a lot going on with uh, things in, um, you know, like what I was going through. It's life, it's life. You know, ultra, I call ultra marathons like life in the day. So you go through a lot through ultra marathon, <laughs> but it feels like life in the day. Wow, I bet. Yeah, time can slow down during like those really hard times. But yeah, continue, please. Yes. Yeah, so, um, <clears throat> I followed my heart and I, you know, I'm, I'm a man with, with, you know, God showed me, you know, I, you know, the, the, the feeling I have in my heart is God's guidance to where I need to be. Mm. So I, I follow my heart cause I'm all heart. Like my heart, like I think 
my heart thinks before my brain. Like, oh, not, not what, what I'm trying to say. My brain might tell me no, and my heart says no, go. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm a man who leads with his heart. All right. So um, I just wanted to do something different, start the year off on faith. Wow, and yeah. I believe I believe something special would happen because my journeys are spiritual journeys. And I just followed my heart. I didn't nobody was going, you know, like and then, you know, I, I knew some I knew two other people that was going from um, Georgia was going down there. So, all you right. know, we all kind of like, try, you know, met down there kind of. Uh, and we got the Brazilian, some Brazilian people that we didn't know help us out with the race. Wow. And, you know. So, you know, it's like everybody kind of like, like new to each other. So it's like, it was like the real world, like episode of real world, like w- real world ultra. Wow. You All know right. What yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was like, like it could have been, it could have been a, 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 a movie, real world ultra. Cause nobody really knew each other. And some of the guys over there, they didn't even know each other because they just, they, they spoke mm. Portuguese and yeah. they, they asked other guys who spoke English to kind of come help. So a lot of them didn't know each other either. And wow. we didn't find that till till you know till we started running. Oh no, I just met him. Oh, you just met him, and so it's like you bring everybody together, and everybody got something out of it. It was a it was a, a very tough, very challenging race, but you know it's like everything came together in Brazil. You know, because I'm I I have a mindset that says. Save yourself. Nobody here to save you. They're here to assist you mm. saving yourself. Mm. You know, put God first. God will position people. You know, I'm very spiritual. So, you know, God will position people, the right people in your life. Trust in him and he'll position the right people in your life. Mm. And these guys work so hard to, cr- to make me cross this finish line. Wow. We were a team. Strangers. Worked harder for me than people I know for years. Mm. Oh, wow. I believe it. I totally believe it. We were a team and the dream happened. We celebrated. We united. You know, it was beautiful. And they got so much out of my fight. You know, we were, and we were, when we was done, we were all wiped out. Even <laughs> destroyed all right wow i there's a picture that you posted because you know um going back to the statement that you just said that it is like a a segment from like the real world road rules type type challenge yeah and you know luckily for the people that follow you we get to um be the fly on the wall because you take your followers on the journey and you are Mm -hmm. sending videos pictures and it's like hey i am living vicariously through you and the beautiful thing about social media especially if you cultivate it in a manner that you know stimulates you in a positive way for example connecting with people like you as opposed to you know uh having a bunch of people posting about their modellos or their blunts or the drama you know this and that if you have a lot of people like that in your social media then you know that is going to be having that energy and those thoughts bouncing around in your mind but if you can call through and cultivate 
when you do have your social media open and you see Lucien Bollet out there in the jungle, you're going to look at yourself and be like, man, I was only planning on running three miles today, but <laughs> Lucien Bollet, he's out there and he's on mile 85. All right, I guess I can do an extra three miles. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to bang out six right now. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's the plan. Yeah, and plan. you know what is in... Um, what is incredible about, you know, you doing, uh, you approaching your ultra journey as you do, you know, sharing your story and sharing your, your journey is that that infuses other people with positivity. So you'll never be able to know how many people you have positively impacted by, by doing that. There are some people out there who would say, or they, they might have like a fixed mindset to where they're like, hey, uh, you're out there running 85 miles. Why do we care? Why, why do you have to brag about it? Or why do you have to do, you know, this? It's like, hey, just live your life and, and you know, whatever. But it's like, man, that those people, they're out there and they're called haters. And they have, yes. one, they have one job to do. You know what that job is to do? It is to hate. And yeah, preach, and, and preach, they, brother, they, they will do their job. You know, so yeah. the the one thing that we need we need to do is do our job, be authentic and be real, and you know, show the people what's uh, going on, what it looks like. Don't just talk about hard work, grit, and determination. There's an old uh, philosopher. His name is Epictetus. He lived two thousand years ago. These mm. days in the streets, you know what the rappers say? They say, "Don't talk about it." Be about it. Be about it. Yep. Exactly. But hey, guess who said that first? Or one of the first people to, to ever say that? It was Epictetus. He said, don't talk about your philosophy. Embody it. Exactly. You know, so there, exactly. you know, you, you are a man who is, is sharing your, your philosophy and it infuses other people with that can-do mentality. And they don't need to go out and run 135 miles. If they did, hey, you did it. So so that means yeah. that um, I'm able to do it. They can do it. Exactly. But exactly. You, you can apply that same energy and hard work and dedication and focus and grit and tenacity and hunger towards whatever goal you want to do. And yeah, boom, exactly, boom. Yes, boom, boom. <laughs> you hit it on the head. Thank you. Whatever, um, whatever you really want, you can do. Manifest it. Believe, believe, believe you can and he will. See it, believe it, work hard to achieve it. You know, you can do whatever you want. And like you just said, you know, you, you know, anything's possible if you believe. Yes. You know, so, so I, you know, I go on my journey and go live because truly sometimes I can't believe what I'm doing. I can't believe what I'm into. Yeah. I can't believe. You know, so how how can I how can you believe? <laughs> yeah, you up to say, but I have to bring you on the journey because I'm very visual. I'm, you know, I have to show you where I'm at two in the morning, where I'm at, wherever I get reception, where middle of the night, if I'm stuck, I'm lost, I'm I'm going through oh, something. Because <laughs> you, you need to come on this journey with Sheesh. me, and you need to see the ups, the downs, the, the will he make it. You know. Oh my it. goodness! Yes. You know, so I, I appreciate you following. I appreciate because you know this this the journey we call life. It ain't about me and you. It's about uplifting others on our journey mm. and through your podcast, you uplifting others. So many others. You don't know who you touching to be some big time radio star one day. I don't know who I'm touching to be 
to 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 be president. Who knows? Who mm -hmm. knows? He might say, "Oh, Lu Lucian's fight to the finish line. Maybe fight to." <laughs> who knows? Yeah, he definitely. Just got just one. Yeah. Um. So there was a photo that you posted on your social media. It was you, and it was like the rain was coming out. It was like half rain, half sun, and you were going up an incline. And if if there was ever, you know what, if you were to look up grit and hard work and perseverance and digging deep, if you if you were to look those words up in the dictionary, that photo yeah. would be associated yeah. with it. Can you tell me about that that photo? Where were you at? What mile was that? How were you feeling? Which one? Am I climbing up a mountain? I'm going. I'm coming out. You know. Um. All right. I, so you had it's a video or a picture? Now it. it it's a picture that someone else took of you, so it's not in like selfie mode or anything. But you were just trekking up a a hill. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know which one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. That was like that was like mile one hundred and ten. Oh wow, mile, mile one hundred and ten. You know, it was like you know I was. You know, the thing is, I had to say to myself, you know, all right, my my Achilles is uphills, mm. so it's like. I, you know, in, in Brazil, you know, I don't look at the the, 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 I don't look at the race too much. I know it's 135 miles. It's going to be a lot of hills. Lot. So right. I remember 26 miles into this race, I said, my God, how many mountains and hills are there? <laughs> so I, with, with, with uh, 109, 109 more, more miles, he's, he, I, I said, I said to myself, I, I just can't just, you know, like, attack downhills i gotta attack everything mm -hmm. because these mountains is coming at me like 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 <laughs> like like no other race yeah so then i started attacking mountains i just started my momentum i had to say to myself the reward is is you're gonna hit hit the top it's either gonna be flat or it's gonna be a downhill so fight to the reward so every mountain i got to I just fight for the reward. Fight for the reward. Fight the re so the mm. reward is is either gonna go flat or it's gonna go down. <laughs> yeah, so like at some point the hill has to go to down. Uh huh. Huh? At, so at, go ahead. So I'm Sorry. For, I'm like fighting for rewards. Mm. The reward is it's gonna be straight or it's gonna go flat. So my momentum kept bringing. They said usually I kept saying use your stride. It's like you you've done enough mountain race to not be a mountain man. You need to be a mountain man. Mm. You know, you need to believe you're a mountain man and stop saying you you from Florida and Flatlands. You need to be a mountain man. We need to finish this race. Yes. You know, so it, it worked. The the mind. And I just kept attacking mountains and attacking and attacking. Where I wanted to cruise to the through the finish line. I didn't want to be like fighting for cutoffs. So I wanted to to, to 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 you know, like you know, like really have so I finished like like five hours before the finish line time so it was great you know like i could just run without you know like <laughs> i saw pressure. that yeah you had two other gentlemen running uh, alongside with you um can you can you give a shout out to those guys where, where are are they at? yeah shout out to uh pa um um pa paulo pa paulo and uh mike are they uh, are they somewhere out in oh they're in brazil huh they're in brazil. yeah they're in brazil 
and they just met each other. They didn't know each other. One, oh, wow. one didn't speak, one didn't speak no English, and the other one spoke English. You know, like somewhat English. So mm-hmm. they were like, my the guy who could speak a little English. He was like shocked. He said, "How you communicate with that guy?" Yeah, because one was a pacer, <laughs> uh huh, and the other one was a driver. Because, because, but the he we already was communicating on some some warrior shit. Yeah, wow. Like like they don't. We know we warriors. So yeah. when he grunt and I mean, he said, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, drink this. Do, do, do. Mm-hmm. You like to move. You know, it, 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 it's it's like, so we communicated on, on warrior. We warriors and we try to, we on, we trying to finish strong and finish the best we can. And I, and they trusted me and I showed them, I trusted them. So do whatever you have to do to get me to this finish line. And we came together with one goal for me to cross that finish line. And we celebrated and they got so much out of it. And they told me, you know, the best thing is to to talk to everybody and see what they, there was other people too, but what they got out out of my journey and this other guy's journey, they said it's like priceless. They said, wow. So we all grew from it. Yeah, priceless, undoubtedly. You cannot buy that. You cannot buy this. You cannot. You cannot buy this feel. You cannot. Truly, I'm truly blessed to 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 take a leap of faith to go to Brazil, and I wasn't even ready financially. I wasn't ready. A lot of you know a lot, but I believe like me. I'm like this. Do you really want it? I, God is going to give me signs to say there's some special way for you, but you have to fight for it. Mm. You have to really, you have to, and that's life. Do you really want it? Do you really want it? You mm. got to fight for it. Nothing comes easy, and if it comes easy, it ain't going to stick. Mm. So fight for it, and I fought for it, and Brazil was the best, ever, the best one yet. And I had to go overseas with a bunch of strangers to renew my faith in people. Wow. Um, how old are you, by the way? I'm 52. 52 years old. I'll be 53 in two months. You know, that is another realm of understanding that I didn't even know existed <laughs> because when I was growing up in my in my 20s, uh, the elders, you know, the th- people in their 30s, they were out of shape. No- nobody ran. Nobody worked out who I knew. I, I had to, uh, you know, just kind of blaze my own fitness trail. And then I get into my 30s. And it's like, I don't see any 40-year-olds who are healthy, who are running. And then n- now now um, uh, I'm in my 40s. I personally don't know any 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds <laughs> who are running. And now... You know, there's people like you in their 50s who still have the dog in them, who still yeah, have the warrior I'm, spirit. You know, <laughs> it, it, it is a beautiful thing. You know, um, you were talking about um, you needed to get um, you needed to get that belief back in in humans, in humanity. When mm. I talk about or when I am exposed to people like you, man, that, mm. that gives me belief. And what that what that really does for me in my spirit, uh, reflecting on the journey that I've been on, because I have 20 years of, you know, of working out and of being physically fit and living a overall healthy, active lifestyle. 
if you know, uh, I I have no plan to to ever stop. It is just who I am. It makes me feel good on many different levels, and it, it it just it is a a benefiting factor for me to just stay on this path. And knowing mm-hmm. that you know, there's people like you in their fifties. Man, running 135 miles in the Brazilian jungle, not even knowing anybody, that says adventure all over it. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Um, so can you tell me, how many participants were at were towing the line, and how long did you have, have to run it? And tell me how you felt crossing that finish line. Uh, it was, uh, it must, it must have been like, I don't know. It looked like 80, 80 participants doing the the, the hundred mile. They had relay teams. So Do you know like, how many? Know, a lot of they had a lot of people there. Do you know how how, how many people cross the the one hundred and thirty five miles? Oh, uh, maybe fifty or forty. You know, like a lot of people didn't, but a lot a lot of people did. I'm not even sure. I'll tell you the truth. I didn't really. All right. I didn't and, really. And how how long did it did it take you to finish? Uh, fifty five hours, fifty four hours, fifty four hours. Did you sleep at at any point? Yeah, I slept. My crew like made me like my crew was so good. I said like, I need to sleep twenty minutes, so they made me sleep an hour and a half. Mm. So they like, so they knew they they helped me out because they they knew I was like ahead of time and I was doing so good, mm. and so they let me sleep. So they so they understood. You know, like what I needed at a certain time. So I appreciate them that they put they, you know, they put you know, they listen to me all the way. They let me sleep, but they let me sleep longer. <laughs> yeah, I'm always so, fascinated by the by the person who takes first place. Who ended up taking first there, and what what time did they finish it? Oh, it was, it was actually a, a woman from um from the Netherlands. A woman won. Wow. From the oh, Netherlands, oh, huh? Sheesh. I think Netherlands or Switzerland or some somewhere, you know, you know, a lot of foreigners come out to this one. This yeah. is this. The Brazil is magical. The the thing about the the Brazilian jungle, I never felt like I never sweat like that. <laughs> it, it felt, there, there I was, bet. I sweated, but it wasn't bad. I sweated like I was raining from the inside out. <laughs> So it, like must have, was, so it must have been pretty humid there, right? It, it was humid, but it didn't feel like humid like Florida. It mm. was humid in a way where I, I didn't realize how humid it was. So I, I was sweating at a certain po- at a certain point. There's a certain point where you feel like you you run through mist, but it's, it's it's humidity, some type of humidity. But the weather's not hot like that. So you you pour in so much sweat. You feel like you have a storm, like you like you got a storm inside you that that's that's bursting out. <laughs> wow. So you and you it ain't it, it felt like it was raining, like you running through a rainstorm. Mm, interesting. I'm like, what the hell is this? I, I just kept thinking, am I sick? You know, <laughs> wow. So um the, the there was a video that you posted. I don't know how I, I came across it, but uh, I'm glad that I did because you had posted a video that you were lost during the Mohab 240 and it yeah. looked like a freaking, uh, I don't know, it looked like you were about to be ab- abducted yeah, or yeah, just yeah, yeah, something, yeah. something creepy was going to be happening. Did you have any moments like that during this one? No, because, you know, 
No, because I, you know, I had a crew looking at. I, you know, Moab, I didn't have no crew. Mm, I was wow. me solo. So I had these guys, and they would they would like drive, you know, like you know, like five miles here, and they kind of looked for me a little mm. bit. So it was it was that it was, you know the thing about that there was like when you when you come off the mountains and go into town, there's a lot of stray dogs. Like there's a lot of stray dogs, <laughs> like gangs. They like gang members. Gang dogs. So you, like you want a lot of stray dogs. Oh, they'll 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 tear your ass up. That'll that'll get you running right. Yeah, yeah, but that like you know, I had to like I sprayed them. I kept spraying them with Gatorade, like mm. like squeeze, like spraying. But you know, I like uh, I like I said they don't want no smoke. So I, you know, I walk through there. <laughs> they don't want no smoke. You know, so you walk, you walk, you walk through there like you belong there. Yeah. If you walk scary, they say, "Oh, get them." All right. Um. So, how was the the vibe there? Did you ever feel? You know, I'm not familiar with the. I don't know, with any, like, you know, the, the neighborhoods, the cities, the gangs, yeah. the the crimes or anything like that. Did any of that cross your mind? Did you, was there any shady, I don't know, shady circumstances? No, 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 no. it was, it was, it was nothing but love in Brazil. Brazil was, Brazil, the, the Brazilians, the, the, the people, the community, that the, they were cheering for us, the people that, that, that. You know, we paid the houses we passed by was giving us drink, giving us frozen water. Wow. It was, it was, it was, it was beautiful. They, they, they want if we want to use the bathroom, like we running by, you know, some some places, and they like you want to use the bathroom, come to the come to the way they live. They live on like a, a plantation or like I would say plantation, like a, a field of uh, cows or yeah, uh, a farm, you know, a ranch, a farm, a ranch. So he's like, they want to come in, and they, they let us in. And they give us food, and mm, wow. you know, they give me something, and you know, and they say, you know, you know, good luck, you know. So it was a lot of love because it was they they. And then when I crossed the finish line, that you know, just just running, just knowing when I was crossing about the cross. So you come off the mountain, and you run into town, and you see people there cheering, and people like, oh, go over here. And so crossing mm. that finish line was like, it was just, it was just, it was just great. And I, the two guys that helped me, I said, no, we. All three of us is gonna. There's no like this. This is not a singing group where I'm the leader. Mm. I'm the leading singer. We <laughs> we a team. We a we a three man team, and we're gonna all touch the banner, crossing that. Nice. You know. Yeah. So so you know I let let them know I appreciate them and you know, you know the, there's no dream without the team. Yeah, that's very cool for you to include them in crossing the finish line. I'm sure that that made made a very memorable moment for them as well. Now, yeah. it, it's funny because you mentioned that you you didn't even really pay attention to the to the course. You're like, "Oh, you know, 135 miles, you know, whatever. I'm sure I'm going to be, you know, running up a a a couple hills." <laughs> but um, you know, so that that kind of goes to show, you know, one your 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 nonchalant uh, personality, like you kind of take it as it comes and you don't really stress over the uh, details, I'm kind of the same way too because I don't know. I I feel like it just worries me. Like you know, yeah. I, I'm I'm just gonna show up in the best condition that I possibly am. Whatever mm-hmm. the hills, whatever the downhills, I'm I'm just going to show up and I'm gonna show up in my best condition. And whatever it is, it is. Boom. Yeah, you know. Boom. The, the, you, you, boom. You hit it right there. Whatever. What, whatever you fucking throw on me, I'm a fucking find a way. <laughs> you know, fuck yeah, that. 
Yeah. Um, you know, like I'll, I'll, I'll ask as I go. Somebody going to tell me, yo, there's big hills that's coming, the dirt hills or this, uh, whatever. You, all right. All right. Let's go. Yeah, you know? definitely. <laughs> the, the last Ironman triathlon that I did, um, it just so happened to be that uh, that day it was um, there was going to be 40 mile an hour gust of wind. And all of the participants who I was like coming, um, who I was like talking to, they were like dreading it. Like, oh my God, it's going to be so windy tomorrow. And oh, yeah. um, and he, he, I was just like, bring it on. I don't care if it's a hundred mile an hour winds. Hey, bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to eat it up. You're, you're going to see me in my arrow position and there's no, there's nothing you can do about it. And I'm ready. So, um, so. Exactly. Were there any unexpected obstacles that you didn't plan for? You know, some some things or surprises along the way. I don't know. Did you run into any snakes or crocodiles or vandals? Uh, you know, I mean, you know, I guess. I mean, I, it was it was kind of crazy. I was running one part and I heard like the the beating of the drums and I heard chanting, like mm. like like there was like a, there must have been a village somewhere like uh beyond the, the waterfall there was a waterfall and you could hear like people beating the drums at the middle of the night and then chanting something oh, but wow. they, they were kind of far away it's kind of cool i wasn't worried it's was just kind of like wow you know like i'm in some real shit right now like, you know <laughs> you're like this is this is like some ap- apocalypto shit going on yeah you know what I'm saying? some, some you know, ancient just, man stuff huh wow yeah, yeah it was a it was just, it was good. But I wasn't really worried about too much. Was, you know, I didn't, I didn't see nothing, nothing crazy. I just saw like a, maybe a bird that had a light on them. Like, it was like, you know, you see flies with, uh, you know, you see light, light bugs, you know, like, but I never seen a bird that looked like they, they were lit, like, like a light, like a couple of birds look like. But I don't know what it was. Maybe it's their eyes. I don't know. Maybe you were like, maybe you were hallucinating. You were low maybe, on low on electrolytes or something. Yeah, maybe. I was like, what the hell is that? You know, <laughs> birds with birds with lights on them. Yeah. You know, um, so. uh, speaking of electrolytes, how do you plan for your nutrition during something like that? Um, one of the guys did something creative. He made like he made a lot of food, right? And he wrapped them up in like 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 little plastic bags, like but but food that's already digest. So I mean, I'm a type of man who loves to has to eat more than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, my calories my calories got to be up. Even they told me they say I'm a different dude when I eat. They, <laughs> so they said, "Wow, you know, you're a different person when you eat." My son <laughs> told me that too. Uh-huh. You know, so if my calories low, it, I, my hydration could be low and I'd be okay. But if my calories low, I'm really like bad. Mm. You know, but um, so they made food in Ziploc. So I was I was eating like uh, spaghetti, like like soft spaghetti with cheese in in a Ziploc, a little small Ziploc. Then I would mm. eat like mashed potatoes mm. with something else. Wow. So everything was like baby food, like a bunch of baby food and a bunch of like 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 small Ziploc, not Ziploc, but like little bags of plastic they they wrapped yeah. up. Yeah. So it was like it was like goose, like like it's like goose, but it had like a lot of salt. So I ate a lot of. A lot of food wrapped up in like plastic, mm. so that was a good technique because I didn't I didn't take no goose no oh, no wow. tailwind no 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 goose no gels wow no no all you right know, so <laughs> they, yeah because they because they food was working it, I had those mm, mm. and I had all of that 
But I didn't use none of my stuff because they treated me, they took care of that. Oh, wow. So they, they stuff was working. I was like, oh, shit, I love food. And then they, they get to see, they get to the point, they took care of me. They made sure I was good. And then around mile 70, we ran into some town. He said, I'm, I'm a run in this restaurant and asked him, can you take a shower? So I'm like, damn, restaurant is a shower? I guess the Brazil is different. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely not going to be taking a bath at the Olive Garden or the Cheesecake hey, Factory hey, here. <laughs> exactly. So they treated me. So I they they they, they got me to take a, I took a shower. They said, you're going to be fresh. And we're going to, you're going to eat and you're going to go. So they, they really showed love. Yeah, so they helped me stay strong out there. Yeah, they're, they're we celebrating. Uh, there, there is a a old um, rule um, that that you just completely threw out the window, and it's something that I um, kind of contemplate. Uh, the The rule is like nothing new on race day, so the yeah. foods that you um, that you train yes. with, you want to have that during race day because yes, you don't yes, want to you don't yes. want to get those bubble guts, yes, right? Yes. So here you are, you know, eating spaghetti, some some Brazilian spaghetti and Brazilian yes. mashed potatoes, and yes. you're just like, hey, this is working. So that yes. way, uh, were you a little bit cautious about that, or did you just just throw caution to the well, wind? Well, you know what, I had trust in them. Mm. The, the, the key word is we trusted each other. So I trusted, I trusted them to, and if I don't feel the bubble guts, and all it's gonna do is make <laughs> me take a shit or throw up. So uh-huh. we work it out. So I know not to touch it no more. So if I, if that didn't happen like the first time, the first two times, all right, then I keep going with it. So I trusted in them, and they trusted in me. So I showed them that, and they they kept throwing ideas you know and i said i trust you guys and they said we trust you so i, w- I would take care of them too so i see at night they would like try to drive next and i said no no just drive up the mountain and just just wait for me so true i knew they were tired because i've got to do this with my son so i let them go and then i see them sleeping in the in the, in the car mm-hmm. and i just let it go because i don't need nothing so and i they 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 they, they find me again and they said, oh i said you know, I let y'all sleep. You know, I let y'all know I'm good. So I made sure I took care of them. Wow. They taking care of me. So we had to take care of each other. So I had to make them stay strong for me when I'm weak. But when I'm strong, I make sure they t- I took care of them. When they when I feel like they they need sleep or, you know, like the guy that was pacing me, I get you know I get to a point where I felt like I was being stronger than him. He didn't want he wouldn't tell me. So I was like, you know, I said I'm good with the next section. Because I had to make sure they good. So when I'm down, they well alert to make sure I'm up. Yeah. Wow. So you got to know from doing so much of these races that, that we all take care of each other. Nice. You well, know, no matter, if, you know, like I'm taking care of them, you know, like, you know, I pay, you know, I give them, you know, I give, you know, I take care of them, give them a little money to help them out. You know, like, so, you know, I make sure they good, you know, so we all take care of each other. You take care of me, I take care of you. Nice. You know, you know, and the, you know, the real, the, the reals is like four to one. So it's like, <clears throat> it was, it was, it was, I, I, you know, I look out for you. We look out for each other. Prior to race day, how do you prepare? What does your training look like mentally and physically? How do you show up at peak performance? Race day. Um, you know, this one, I just, I didn't do shit. Hmm. <laughs> interesting you know 
Let me tell you something. This so you, one, you, you were you were just smashing all of these rules like, hey, you think yeah, you have well, to do well, this? Well, well, nope, let, you let, don't. Let, you think you got to do you this? Know, what, what, nope, what you I'm, don't. All right. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to tell you is this, right? I was just coming off of Brazil. I mean, not not Brazil. Bad water, one thirty five. You know, crazy. Then hold on. You can hear me? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I was just coming off of um, uh, bad water. And you know the whole thing of bad water, the drama, the and the crazy. Then I was, then I just come from uh, Moab, and then you know I've done, I, I did uh, the 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 Tampa one hundred. Then I did another. Oh, race. sheesh, man, yeah. So, so all all I can all I can do there's nothing I could do training but to rest my body. Mm. There's nothing I could do to make me better, but rest. And, and me resting kind of made me sick a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. Mm. I shouldn't have rested so much. <laughs> I, right before, the, week, the week before, I got real sick. Mm. <laughs> but I, I I got right before Brazil. So I think because I rested, I rested like a, a almost two three weeks. My body got sick. We so used to doing things, and I got sick the week before Brazil. So when I went to Brazil, I was sick, and then I snapped out of it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so when you, your body's used to going, when it's not going, sometimes that shit reacts. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, can you tell me, like, so after you had crossed the the finish line, how did your recovery process uh, go for you? And do you have a a certain particular routine that helps to facilitate a quicker and more uh, balanced approach to that? Um, a recovery, you know, I, I eat a, I eat a lot and drink a lot, mm-hmm. eat a lot, drink a lot, stretch a lot. So it was good because I ate a lot, I was eating everything. I was drinking, I was stretching, I was massaging my body. I was doing all the self care, you know, like I, it was good because it's like, I was still in Brazil. I didn't, you know, like I ain't back in the States where I have to go to work and do, you know, after a big, you know, like, so I was taking care of myself. I just was just, just you know, getting calories and, um, and you just got to stretch, eat. It's hard for me to rest because, you know, my adrenaline, my adrenaline is pumping. What's up, girl? What's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You got a customer. Are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm on a I'm on a, a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm come, I'm gonna come right now. Don't leave, don't leave. You leaving? Don't don't leave. Don't leave a second, second, second. Give me a second. Okay. I just say this 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 journey we call life. It ain't about us. It's about uplifting others on our journey. So you know, just think of others and uh, have compassion, and you know, have love for others. You know what I'm saying? And that's what the world lacks: love and compassion, and forgiveness and empathy. So you know, that's all I. You know, an ultra is, is, is life in a day. So I go through so much in one day and it, it helps me become a better person and better life, better, you know. So um, God is great. Put God first and, um, you know, on to the next. And I appreciate you for um, putting me on your podcast, you know, you know, giving the message. And, um, you know, I, I, everything, God, God teaches me strong to, to, to uplift others, you know. And that's all I can say. I don't know how I do things, but I put God first and I try to do the right thing and the righteous thing. And, um, you know, I'm blessed. In conclusion, 
our exploration of Lucien Bolet's ultra running journey through Brazil on this episode of Gathering Strength has been a captivating journey into the realm of resilience, determination, and personal growth. Lucien's experiences offer more than just a glimpse into the world of extreme endurance. They provide valuable lessons in mindset, overcoming obstacles, and embracing challenges. As we reflect on the highs, lows, and unique cultural dimensions of Lucien's ultra-running adventures, it becomes clear that the pursuit of greatness extends far beyond physical capabilities. It is a testament to the power of the human spirit, the importance of mental fortitude, and the richness of cultural exploration. Don't forget to explore the deeper layers of mindset and strength. You can find all sorts of interesting podcast episodes in the Gathering Strength catalog as well. In my book, Gathering Strength, Everything is Fuel. And consider supporting the podcast by checking out recommended products through my Amazon affiliate link. You'll be able to find all of the show or all of the notes or sorry, all of the links in the show notes. And I want you to know that I'm rooting for you because when you do good, your people do good. And when your people do good, man, the community does good. Your city, your state, everybody does good. Winston Churchill, he said that a nation's most valuable asset is a healthy citizen. We're all on this collective journey of growth, strength, and inspiration. A rising tide raises all boats. So thank you for joining me on this empowering episode of Gathering Strength. Keep pushing your limits, embrace challenges, and gather your strength for the adventures that lie ahead. Until next time, it's onward. Always onward.